Hello, it's another podcast of things we got up to on the radio, and I'm getting back into the swing of things. It doesn't take too long, because it's not that difficult, because I don't do it well. I think that's the key to the broadcasting that we do every day on Time 107.5 on this show. Meanwhile, here are the edited highlights of today's show. Sit back and enjoy. By the way, again, thank you for all of the messages yesterday on the show, people saying congratulations to have the little, uh, the little baby, the little Rory. He's doing all right, only threw up a couple of times, don't blame him. And I'm not going to do a show where we go on about it too much. I've, I've found recently, I have spent a lot of time talking about the flashbacks I get from the birth. Because we had a home birth with a birthing pool. And again, I'm not going to go into details on a broadcast medium, but it's put me off broth for the rest of my life. So we'll leave that to one side today. I was thinking about this on the way in. We did many shows back in the day that somehow we filled them with like, emails that I get... You know, I get the inspirational quote of the day emails. Not seen one of those in a while. But also, we, we did in the past some shows about word of the day. Back when I was at university, signed up for this word of the day email thing. And so for decades, I've, I knew, by now I really should know how to speak properly, but I don't read them all the time. But the word of the day emails come through. And we've done shows about them before. I thought, oh, let's have a look at today, see if we could use this on the radio. Right. Today's word of the day email. The word is... Repetend. Repetend. R-E-P-E-T-E-N-D. Repetend. And I thought, well, that'd be an interesting one. What does that mean? And it says, it's a noun. It means a refrain. I don't know what that is. So, got nowhere on that one. We're not doing that on the show today. That's what we've learned. Trying to work out what we're going to do on the show today. I thought we'd get away with doing some sort of word of the day thing. Normally I can stretch that out for like half an hour's broadcast. Nah. I don't know what the definition of the word means because they use a word I don't know but they're all day instead I thought I know what I'll do we do this normally and we look to see if it's like the national day of something or if today is some sort of special diary day you can milk that out for a feature can't you so I've looked at it 5th of April final day of the tax year it's going to be one heck of a show Um, so I guess we're asking are there any assets you're going to try and depreciate against 2021-22's profits rather than move them into the next tax year? If you've got a purchase that you've been thinking about, today's the day to do it. Actually, this is it. So if you think you might have to pay a bit of tax, now's the time to run out there and spend some of that cash. It's like supermarket sweep of trying to minimise your tax payments. So I'm not saying you've checked that you've got some extra, you know, amount in your uh, tax. I don't understand tax. I don't I can barely spell the word. But I suppose what I'm asking is, what stupid purchase would you make before six o'clock today? On air at time1075.net, 60777, start your message with the word time. I'd obviously hire a tax accountant. But what would you do? If you suddenly find yourself a bit of dough in the back pocket, you had to, if you had to Brewster's millions it today, but a lot less than millions. You had to Brewster's 20 quid. What would you spend it on? Just been reading in the news. Insulate Britain protesters daubed graffiti across a court yesterday when they appeared in court accused of causing a public nuisance. (laughs) I mean, it feels counterintuitive if you want to get let off. I don't know. It's a bit like turning up to court to try and get access to your kids and moaning about having to bring the kids with you. It's, It's like turning up to court to find a parking fine and parking on the judge. The exciting radio phone-in that we're attempting today is 
if you needed to try and offset some of the asset purchase for this tax year so that you could take it uh, against the profits you've already earned in this one rather than starting again tomorrow, what impulse purchase would you do to offset those profits versus tax or words like that? I don't know. I don't really know. Basically, if you had to splash some cash on something, what would it be? Stuart in Collier Row says, I would get a full tank of diesel for my van. That should take care of a large sum of money, and I might even get a rebate. Full tank of petrol, he says. Look at him. I daren't fill up my car with a full tank of petrol. Not only because it's it's a lot for me to spend all in one, but at the moment, my car, if someone nicks it, I'll be like, oh, well, never mind. But if someone nicks it with a full tank of petrol, I'll be sobbing like a child. Um, so, what purchase would you make today to offset... I don't even understand the question. I love that I'm doing a radio phone in where I don't understand the question. What purchase would you make... Dot, 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 something to do with tax? Big audio dynamite and E equals MC squared. Here's a thing. You thought I was going off on one by doing a phone-in about the end of a financial year. Back and out in this song with... I recently found out that the equation E equals MC squared is not it's not complete. Did you know this? Because we'll go around quoting it like that's the that's the daddy, that's the big equation. And I was watching this video on YouTube. I know, I need to get out more. Yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. The actual equation is E equals MC squared plus PC squared. The C obviously still the speed of light, but P is the momentum of the particle. But if a particle isn't moving, the momentum is zero, zero so it cancels that bit out. So it's then just E equals MC squared. But for things like photons of light, where there's no mass, but they do move, E equals PC squared. And that's how you can get solar-powered something or other. I don't I lost. Stop watching the rest of that video. But there we go. I think, I think we've learned two things today. And none of us knows what they are. In the newspapers today, saw this one. The British... It's good news. Good news in the news. The British World Marble Championship returns. After a two-year break, Good Friday in Crawley, West Sussex. I didn't realise that. For the last two years, uh, the UK was not hosting the British and World Marbles Championship. But we're back. Literally, the UK lost its marbles during lockdown. And I know exactly how you feel, UK. So, more on that story later. Or probably not. Meanwhile, we're talking about the big news. It's the last day of the financial year. So, what big spend expenditure would you do now to make sure that you can write it off against whatever you write it off against uh, julie says i've just submitted my gas meter reading so that's all my money gone yep that's fine in fact keep an eye out for the romford recorder um on friday i've written a column about just the the fear i now have of any devices in the home that's using electricity the printer i'm a so- i'm sorry printer you're not plugged in anymore I used to have a Wi-Fi printer that you just leave plugged in, just absorbing electricity all the time. And then, every so often I would try and print and fail, and then email it to myself and print it at work. So what I've done instead is I've unplugged the printer, the rest of that process just happens. So, money-saving tips, maybe we'll do that tomorrow on the show. Meanwhile, talking financial year, 01708741075 to the phones. Hello. Good afternoon, Steve. Good afternoon. I'll just write up our pension graduation when I retire next year or the year after. All oh, right. You rang, you rang on the wrong day. You said it's because the uh, tax, new tax year starts tomorrow, doesn't it? Yes, that. today's the final day of this tax year. That's why we're doing a special show today about the last day of the tax year. You've reminded me tomorrow's show will be a special about the first day of the next tax year. Why not? Yeah. Mm. Well, if I, if, I had, if I had a lot of money, I'd go out now and buy 
gold sovereigns because they were uh, apparently, I've been told they're not taxable. Oh, really? Oh. Suppose you haven't turned into rings, don't you, so you can blend in. All right, oh, fair enough. Daniel Merriweather, you took something perfect and painted it red. A song all about 60-minute makeover, probably. Didn't really listen to all the lyrics, I will next time. Uh, afternoon, I'm Steve. One of the things we've been talking about today, it's the final day of a tax year. Exciting time to do radio about, isn't it? Everyone likes to phone in based on fiscal responsibility. So, didn't really understand the question myself, even though I was the one asking it. What would you spend your money on now so that you can write it off as a cost during this financial period against the profits of this financial period and not the next one? Ted in Elm Park says, Afternoon, Steve. I've heard of this, uh, I think. Is the answer stamps? Is that what you do? You buy a lot of stamps now? and write them off against this profit. Mm. Also, buying stamps early is always good because they keep going up, don't they? Although, there's quite often I'm a polite broadcaster, but there is one topic I'm willing to get a little bit shirty about, and it's people who moan about the price of stamps going up. Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous, 95p now. You know, that letter that you're going to send, instead of putting a stamp on it for 95p or whatever it is, Try driving it to wherever you want it to get to. Have you seen the cost of petrol these days? Or walk it there. It'll take you all day. So, I do think there's a lot of um, wrong attitude when it comes to cost of stamps. People moan about them all the time, where the actual answer would be, get off your backside and go and walk it around there yourself if you're going to moan about that cost. And the reason I'm willing to be so so offensive to a certain bunch of people is that if ever there's a bunch of people who will not write in to complain... It's those now that's going to cost them 95p. We're talking about a couple of things. We mentioned how expensive petrol is. Steve from Hornchurch said that he was filling up his car, you don't think about it, but he went to fill up a, a tank to get some petrol for his lawnmower. Um, and it's a gallon little tank thing, so obviously he can work out price per gallon, and it cost him £9.25. £9.25 per gallon! Ho <laughs> Petrol is expensive, especially driving in and out to do this show. I filled up, and I've got a small car, a small car. I filled up um, with petrol today, and so far, the scar where my kidney used to be is healing quite well. So you got to do what you can, haven't you? Uh, and also, we were talking about people moaning that the stamps are going up. Well, you're not going to drive it there yourself. Look at the price of the petrol. Stephen Hornchurch will tell you how much it is for a gallon. Uh, afternoon, Steve, says Bill from Cranham. Since the Royal Mail's got a big problem about emails, in 1986, a record amount of people sent letters in to complain about their poor service. And because of this, they made a very large profit. <laughs> That's the kind of business I want to get into. I can make a little bit of scratch each time someone complains about me. I'd finally turn a profit in this industry. Because we need to deal with a story that we heard in the news on this show. The place, the go-to show for news. Maybe you noticed it. It was this one. And the recovery services have had to clear up thousands of biscuits after a lorry shed its load in Derbyshire. Yeah. Road users faced minor delays while officers dealt with the McVitie's truck in Earwash last night. One thing, because that's where I'm from originally, Erewash. But that's... Uh, look, who cares how you pronounce the name of rivers? But the idea that there's been delays due to a shed load of biscuits... I just wanted to mention that to you in case you felt the urge to get in touch and start punning in the inbox. Because look, yes, due to a shed load of biscuits, there were reports of traffic jam-y dodgers. 
I'll give you that one. It's up to you for the rest. Something about custard creams. Up to you, innit? Crunch. There's a cr Fox's Crunch. Something like that. It's to do with accidents. In the papers today, Joyce Penfold, 103, puts her age down to whiskey and chocolate at night and avoiding green veg. That's how she reckons she lives so long. 103 years old. Barely looks 150. Pretty soon, there's only going to be one hour of the show left. It's absolutely zooming by, like in the old days. That one's to do with breaking wind. So before we go too highbrow, I want to talk about the story of the shed load of biscuits in Derbyshire near the River Erewash. Well, in the news, they just said it was earwash, but that's that's something else, isn't it? That's when you go to the doctors and you've got wax crammed up there. But anyway, in the area of Erewash, and it's, you know, it's near a river, famously the River Erewash, so maybe some of those biscuits were dunked. Nothing wrong with that. Fetch a spoon. But I just thought you could get in touch if you'd like on the topic of traffic delays due to shed loads of biscuits. We've got going on here. Neil says, oh, crumbs. We'll have that one. That's a pun. That's to do with biscuits. Nick H says, I was going to drive home that way, but I changed my mind. So I jammily dodged the queues. That one. We're going to go via the, what, up the M1 to the Erewash area. Um, Ted says, were they coconut rings? If so, the old joke. I'm not sure. Keep it broadcastable. What was this about the bis story? The bis? Up in Derbyshire, near the oh, area right. of Erewash, there was a shed load of biscuits and it caused some delays. Oh, right. Did they lose the wagon wheels when it checked nice? Wagon hey. wheels. Hey! <laughs> we'll have that one. Loving it. <laughs> yeah. Jammy Dodger. That, oh, is, that is also another biscuit. Yep. Yes, all right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh one seven oh eight seven four one oh seven five. You can text as well. So look at this one. Karen in Harold Hill says, "Was Rich T. Gary Baldy the driver of this lorry?" I think we've done them all now, have we? I think we've covered all the bit. Unless someone's got a pun about a pink wafer, and I'm not incredibly sure that's a biscuit. I think we've managed to do them all. Leslie in Canvey Island says, Biscuit accident, I can't quite digest it. Digest it. Digest it. It's Lindsay, sorry, Leslie in Canvey Island. Leslie in Canvey Island, thank you for that. Uh, almost there at managing to do all of them. What we've got left out here. Uh, oh, to the phones, 01708 I've written three down here, Steve. This, this is what were the quotations that the police could uh, uh, The lorry driver's assisted the statement that he saw a fox crossing the road. Fox, yep, foxes, biscuits, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually starve off 17 hours of work and cream cracker. Cream cracker, not a biscuit, it's a cracker, but yeah. Yeah, and then the police person said that this tastes a biscuit. Brilliant. <laughs> there we go. We did them all. We've done them all. Oh, great. Yep, and Ted agrees. He says, yes, gingerly retreat from the subject. All right, I think we've, we've reached completion. What I described earlier, previously on the show not done that in a while as probably the best story that i've ever got to talk about on the radio here it is hang on i just realized someone just sent me a message on whatsapp i'll read that in a bit but an irish barista good start to a story already irish barista ends up in hospital after holding in breaking wind around her boyfriend for two years Cara Clark was at work when she developed an extreme stomach pain on Tuesday and was rushed to hospital. Um, turns out she had a problem with her appendix and it had been, become infected, had to be removed. She's 19 years old. 
and apparently it was caused by her reluctance to let rip in front of her partner. I didn't know it was his turn. We've already done that. There we go. Tick that joke off. Um, so the barista who'd been with her boyfriend Kyle for two years uh, claims he was dying laughing after her efforts to hold in had left her needing surgery. Whew. I'd never realised it could be that bad for you if you bottled them up. I thought they'd become hardened or something and just become, like, impacted and tough like my emotions that I bottle up. But apparently no. Now, I'm biased on this story. I'm in favour of not breaking wind in front of your, your partner because I've never done well out of it. To be honest, the first long-term relationship I had with, was with a lady called Sarah, and she was so gaseous that through that, I think it was a nine-year relationship, through that nine-year relationship, she outdid me six to one, at least. I think I breathed in more Trump than let out. I, it was, I did not make profit in that. But I thought we could ask the question, how, in, how long into a relationship do you think it's okay to have that awkward moment? That awkward test it and see if it works. Ugh, let go of the side. Well, both sides, really. Jenny disagrees with me and says, um, Steve, you can't hold your wind in in a relationship. When do you go and get rid of it? I, you know, the uh, opportune moments, go and stand outside for half an hour, things like that. Is it not better? I don't think you should bottle it up so much like the Iris Barista you end up in hospital. That's not how I don't go and get mine drained uh, down in the local hospital. However, you don't want to fill your partner's life with all the body burps, do you? More on that later. Your thoughts on air at time1075.net. Seeing as we're running out of time, we better cover this story as well. We heard them in the news say Burger King's being sued in the US over claims it made its food look bigger in adverts. The company hasn't yet responded to allegations. It's been misleading customers. First things first, allegations that Burger King misleading customers? What do you expect? They're known for their whoppers. You can have that joke. But the actual main premise of it, getting sued because the adverts made the food look bigger. Probably a billboard, you idiot. <laughs> I stood next to this poster, and I can't believe when I actually ordered the burger, it wasn't three foot wide. Would it? A dear Burger King, I would like to complain. Ting. That's that story covered. I mean, you, surely you have to expect it's it's not a one to one scale on some adverts. But I suppose they might have done things to try and make it look bigger. Like you put the burger there and then put a put a new 50 pence piece and you pretend it's an old one or something like that hold it much nearer the camera say look, look at that it's the size of someone's head no you're just it's just perspective you've done a father ted on that that's what you've done there mate and i think what's interesting about that story is imagine that you are so worried about being embarrassed that you don't pass gas next to your beloved but when you're in hospital because of it, you tell a national newspaper. It's weird, that, isn't it? I'm incredibly sure that would make me feel more embarrassed. This is the same principle, the same psychological principle as the TV show Embarrassing Bodies. What's that? No, I couldn't, I couldn't show this to my GP, Doctor. I'd be terrib terribly embarrassed. But what's that? Channel 4 crew. Zip. So there is something wrong with people. I think that's what we've learned on today's show. A boozy litterbug has left more than a hundred miniature wine bottles in a park and is now being hunted. Locals are so fed up that they've started patrols to try and catch the culprit. This is in Ickenham, northwest London. And what struck me about this story is, imagine walking through a park and seeing a massive amount of small miniature bottles. And they thought to themselves, oh, one person has made a mess. 
Whereas if I walked through a park, saw loads of little miniature bottles, I would have thought to myself, the borrowers must have got absolutely lashed, mate. Horses for courses, I suppose, isn't it? That's how your brain works. Oh, let's get you up to date with the world of entertainment news as well. For that, we turn to my friend who knows about what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, what entertainment news have you got for us today? You remember Siri. What, the small lady who lives in my phone? No, that's Siri, and it's not actually a small lady in there. I don't know how big your phone is, but mine's barely... Anyway, Siri. She's a singer and she represented the UK in the Eurovision 2018. Ah, no, no, I don't remember her, and you have also just explained why. Oh, come on. We talked about her. She spelled her name capital S U capital R I E. You made a joke about her having big R's. Sounds like the kind of thing I'd do. I am classy like that, but no, I don't remember. Well, she's back, and this time she could be in the Eurovision Song Contest representing Germany. Oh. Aren't you shocked? This is shocking. It's a defection. Well, it's hardly Vidkun Quisling, the Norwegian army officer who collaborated with the Germans in the occupation of Norway during World War II. You googled that, didn't you? Yes, I did, yes. But it's just a singing contest. I thought you liked the Eurovision. I do. And if Germany now has British singers, they'll be getting the kind of scores we normally get, and at least we won't feel that bad. So bring it on. Okay. Listen, thanks for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. You've reached the end of the podcast. Congratulations. Track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. Subscribe wherever you found this, and we'll keep knocking out a little bit of entertainment. It's just something to tick away the seconds before the inevitable end, doesn't it? Um, So we'll see you for the next one. Till then, bye.